Hi everyone, welcome back to Schwab. Schwab Tribe with a Vengeance. You ready, Phelan? No. Oh, but this is exciting. Episode three. That's when everything starts ramping up, really. Mm-hmm. We're uh we're recording in the same room. I don't know what to do. Mm. I don't know what to do in the same room. <laughs> I'll tell you this uh episode, the moment we put it on the TV. I went to the bathroom and puked. <laughs> uh, excuse me. This was this was pre pre episode puking because uh, you knew we it put was it coming. On, so it was sitting there on the TV ready to be played. <laughs> you knew it was coming. Well, um, all right. Well, speaking of puke, uh, <laughs> here's some news items that have been sent my way. <laughs> um, this has been going on for a long time. Um, so take this with a grain of salt. Uh, this is just stuff that people have been sending, so I feel it should have some acknowledgement. Uh, there's been some news items about Alyssa Milano, Holly Marie Combs, and Rose McGowan mentioning charmed movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically all this means is during interviews of various sorts, they said, yeah, that seems cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Same about it. stuff that's been going on for years, like yeah. during interviews at conventions and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was the same thing with um, with the reboot. Uh, before this actually happened, they had like three or four different iterations of pilots or ideas or people just saying, hey, that'd be cool. Um, so I don't think anything's going to come of it, especially with the IP still in use for this property. Um, but you never know. I guess if Child's Play can have two continuities at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but something tells me no. Um, but if this goes in the direction that we've been been uh seeing with the cancellation <laughs> demon creeping up um i imagine in a year or two this would be more of a possibility mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's that's my thoughts on it it's not happening right now but maybe in the future yeah seems likely that it might happen later <laughs> mm-hmm. i also wanted to give some people in the credits some uh some credit because they came up with some much funnier... Credits um, in the credit? Yeah, credits in the credit. People in the comments, I wanted to give them some credit because uh, they came up with much funnier ideas for um, social media obituaries. Mm-hmm. We had that joke in the last one. So I'm, I'm going to read off some of the funniest ones to me. All right. Dead Journal. Mm-hmm. You Tomb. Dead It. And this one, uh, a grave book is similar to one that apparently was real, called Grave Space. <laughs> apparently there was a social media thing. I don't know if this lasted very long or if it was very big, but apparently it was something, because someone mentioned it. It was called Grave Space, and so it's like <laughs> a social media site. You could come pay respects to dead loved ones, I guess. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess they sort of have a similar idea with, uh, like, Facebook. You can, like, immortalize a page or something with it, you know? Like, if they're dead, you can do something to kind of preserve it, but mm-hmm. something like that. Yes, memorialize their page. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's move on to the episode tonight, which I know you're very excited about. Uh, we watched season two, episode three, Careful What You Wish For. One thing I wanted to note, since a lot of this uh, takes place in safe space, is that people were saying this is like a community center. So not really a mall, but it doesn't. It's confusing that there's a shop in it. There's several shops. There's several shops, but apparently that's kind of the idea they're going for. I don't know. 
That makes sense. Like all these shops are also independently owned of safe space. That's apparently. true. Yeah, so, they rent out places. So. Yeah, so I don't know. This this just seems like a junkie mall. Let's just mm. call it a junkie mall. Yeah. <laughs> seems like a junkie mall trying to be something it's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Maggie is at the junkie mall um, with her new job as a tour guide at Safe Space. Um, she's got some samples of, I don't know, roofies or something. And, uh, They're the coolest! Woo! Tell me, roofies are not the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Everyone will get that hip Pacific yeah. Blue reference. Yeah, there's an episode of the show Pacific Blue, which is Baywatch on Bikes, where they talk about roofies, mm. which they're taking recreationally, uh, yeah. including one of the cop's daughters. Good old bike watch. <laughs> roofies or X? So yeah, she's uh, she's got samples, and Swan, which is the other tour guide lady, uh, comes over and just grabs one because she's super excited. And Maggie's like, "No, they're not gluten free." Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm stress eating. Yeah, God, she was talking about in the tour like she's like, "This is so good that it'll be you'll be jelly or something yeah. like that." Never do I feel more patronized and made <laughs> fun of than the segments when they're doing the safe space tour parts yeah every time that swan character talks i'm like why is she a thing <laughs> it, ju it just feels like they're making fun of it it doesn't feel like they're it feels like they're like remember the first season that was stupid mm -hmm. being woke is stupid <laughs> <laughs> woke is a joke <laughs> so uh swan says that things are being stolen there's something afoot at mm -hmm. safe space and who is stealing them well it's mel uh, she's still trying to get their powers back, and uh, as she's doing this, uh, she sees a signal on uh, Dora's big map go out, <laughs> and she says, Oh no! <laughs> Beta! <laughs> Beta! Uh, Macy and Harry come back out of the portal, and it turns out they saved one person and they lost one person. Because mm -hmm. they're the only two that doesn't do anything that matters, and they're, without our powers, let's just do nothing. Maggie, why don't you just be an idiot and wander around safe space looking for a point in your life she is by far the most useless in this episode she's always everyone useless. else is doing something and hers seems so like superfluous yeah she's she felt this way a lot in season one too it's just like maybe something else is going on she's like i gotta get in the sorority <laughs> she's like, but yeah the way they cut around in this one too it's really particularly bad for her story which would be okay mixed in with another thing, but there's, like, far more pressing things happening, so it just feels like, why are we here? Yeah, off in Maggie world again, where it's just like, uh, I contribute in important ways, like, do this job to get the key card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so, so after Macy and Harry come back and they're like, we saved one and we lost one. And the day is saved. Yeah. <laughs> we won. We won. And then Maggie comes in with the most important thing. Oh my god, I'm going to lose my orange key card! Yeah. <laughs> so the orange key card is very important. I don't think we've mentioned this before, but this is how they get into safe space. I think um, we mentioned, because that was a part at the end where she said, I'm going to get a job so that we're not locked out of our super witch bunker. Right, but we didn't mention the key card, which is how you get inside, which yeah. employees have. Um, and so... Here we go. We're mentioning it. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's uh, a key card. Yeah. It's not a regular key. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, they're gonna. Uh, it's it's gonna be um, not in use anymore, except for management. She's gonna yeah. lose it, and they're like, "Oh no, we can't get into the bunker without with her without our stupid orange key card." I love so like, we never even seen it in use, like without her having to be management. It's like she got it, yeah, no, they, immediately they obsolete. Yeah, I mean, like Maggie getting this job to get one. It's like, yeah. Anyway, immediately next episode, we're gonna be like, "Yeah, you got it, but now it's no longer good because of yeah, these things." This is the first episode that she's working there, and now they're like, you gotta get a management position. You gotta mm-hmm. be a manager after, like, a day. Yeah. Insane. It's insane. We didn't even see her, like, struggling to get the job. It's so, like, she just somehow got it with no background information. Yeah, she, uh... <laughs> it's... <sighs> And then she's like, they, could lose access. they want background information for the management jobs. Like, how'd you get the other job? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how they how they got the position in the first place. It, they could lose access to their bunker mm-hmm. if she doesn't get a management position. This is so stupid. Why would they make one of their obstacles? They can't get to their secret bunker because <sighs> the mall closes at certain times. <laughs> yeah. Why? This could not be any more useless of an obstacle to put in their way. Mm-hmm. It's not even like, you, you know how in, I keep bringing this up, but this is the best example I have. I think people think I'm just a diehard Buffy fan, but this is what I have the best examples for, okay? Season six of Buffy, a lot of people don't like it because the big bad for that season was really just life. <laughs> You know, like, they they had these, like, three geeks, but it wasn't like, you know, she'd fought gods before. She'd fought, like, you know, big Frankenstein demon cyborg thing, uh, head vampire, all this other stuff. And that season, it was just life. It was, like, bills and things overwhelming you because, you know, like, life just happens. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is not that. This is not real life stuff. This is, I can't get into the bunker because the key card's not going to work anymore. I guess we're fucked if we, if we're, if we lose a key card. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was so not even about their normal life. They don't even go to the house once in this episode. No, nothing. (laughs) Everyone's bitching at each other. They're getting, uh, you know, the stress is getting really high. Macy is complaining that Mel is not translating this book fast enough to get their powers back. (laughs) Um, they argue. Macy grabs the book. And I like she said, like, yeah, I might as well do it. I do everything else around here. That was just what they said before she went full source last season, wasn't it? <laughs> Maybe. It's just the same argument. Do you think I care about anyone's expectations? So, uh, well, Mel's like, why don't you just translate it? Well, fine. And so Macy grabs it and it rejects her because of her demon side. It blasts her back across the room. Mm-hmm. But she's, uh, But she's fine. Yeah, which is insane, because she goes flying back, and it looks like she smashes her back pretty bad, but then she just pops right back up. Yeah. Someone pointed out, um, when we were making fun of the uh, the poison thing, that she didn't notice the dart in her leg, that like her demon side was making her not feel pain as much. Remember, like she burned her hand on the stove, and then she wasn't feeling it? You think maybe that's still part of it? Is that still supposed to be going on? I don't, I don't know. Maybe? Oh no. She's still got demon powers, so Yeah, it's really nebulous what's going on with that though. Yeah, it's sort of like she took a step back and then it's not as pressing anymore for reasons I don't know. Yeah. Like does she feel nothing? Like that should be an issue. She's not feeling things still. Yeah. Well and you pointed out too, okay, so the book's protected from demons, but the portals aren't, the bunker isn't. 
Yeah, it's like Macy uses the computer or whatever to activate the portal to get to the witch. And you think if they have the book protected from demons, what if a demon did get in there and like, I'll just look up where all the witches are and like open the portals and go kill them. (laughs) Macy can touch and do everything, but that book that they can't translate is useless to them anyway. Mm -hmm. Just not the book. Just not the book. Yeah, what would this dumb demons do with that? Do they know elder language? (laughs) (laughs) There's... Two and a half stories going on in this episode. Um, I did sort of mix it around in the notes to like try and condense things into their main thing. So we're going to jump around a little bit from what it was in the episode, but uh, it's it's better than just kind of jumping right. back and Before forth. We do that. I just say like it annoys me that like it never comes up that Mel and Maggie could try to help Macy and Harry like by using you know spells and stuff. It's like they don't have their core charmed ones powers, but. They could still do stuff to help. And I guess like, the idea no. is that I guess the idea is that Mel is searching for ways to translate the book all day, and Maggie is making money and keeping the key card to get them in and out. I think that's how they're helping. I know it's what they're saying, but it's just like it's what if Macy died, and like, well, we could have been there and maybe prevented this, but instead, you were dinking around safe space, going, Oh, does that boxer boy like me? I don't know, me. Mm." Ginger matcha, I'll tell you something. They're giving free samples. My big question is why Harry is the one to go with her, because, like, without his, like, white lighter powers, he has nothing, not even spells. Mm. like he's even like less useful than them why doesn't he get a job they don't think that he's dead they think that everyone else is dead he'd have the background to be able to work someone has to actually try and help her not die on these things (laughs) yeah but they can at least have like do spells and stuff does he do spells i don't know it doesn't seem like he's as useful as they would be and he could be the one holding a job while maggie is the one helping with magic and with translating the book yeah it could be I don't know. It's just that they're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Harry is pulling double duty anyway, because after he's done with that, he's like, all right, it's go time. We got to do more studying. So he goes into the bunker and is studying with Mel. Uh, and he finds in her notes the symbol that she's drawn, which is the symbol of the Sentinel, which is this interdimensional something or other as the keeper of all knowledge. So they Something got to... The, some person the elders apparently stuck up in the ether. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, his family was dying of smallpox or something. And mm. then they're like, well, let your family live. You become our sentinel and you hang out in Van Gogh worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they need to astral project to find this guy. Uh, Mel remembers something about astral projection because of their mom, because they need to kind of try and tie it into that. But they need a human anchor. So Harry suggests the new girlfriend. Mm. Uh, and Mel's like, she's a charlatan! <laughs> Half-breed! <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't understand this either. Because it's like, okay, but why don't they use either of the sisters or Harry? They have all of these people that are already in on this that could be the anchor, but they choose the girlfriend. I don't know. Because Maggie's super important job application storyline <laughs> takes precedence. We've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. This is stupid. It's a stupid reason to involve this girl that I still know nothing about. Mm-hmm. I kid not, I could not even tell you her name. She likes worms. She likes worms. <laughs> she loves creepy crawlers. 
See, there's the spooky Halloween connection. This is their yeah. last episode before Halloween, isn't it? Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, it is. Oh, that's sad. That's pretty sad. All right, well, happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> All right, um... <laughs> So Harry Mel and the girlfriend, uh, they're going to go meditate and they tell her, well, we need to get our powers back. They're t- they say the absolute truth of what's happening, but she thinks they mean metaphorically. Yeah. They're like, oh, we all kind of feel out of power sometimes. Do-do-do. She's the one talking about witchy stuff and thinking that Mel doesn't believe in this. But when she uses everything, like, she just speaks plainly what is happening. She's like, oh, I, you know, mm-hmm. like our powers and our chakra and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> is she an idiot? Just, just a she, legit question. She has to be. she uh, i'm not getting anything from her i wish i got any personality from her or the boxer guy but there's nothing no there's so nothing you know you know what what personality i get from them it's the eb games guy from that Mm. commercial hey guys guys. (laughs) just kind of a smile and a blank face yeah much (laughs) hey guys welcome to eb games so this is like five hours of meditation that she agrees to. And she doesn't even ask what they're doing this for till they're already sitting down like, all right, cool, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mel and Harry uh, astral project via zoom in effect. It just zooms in and then blows out. Yeah. That was really bad. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. That was lazy. Like, that was a bad effect. It looked like something that you could do on a camcorder. <laughs> the digital zoom in. It wasn't even like... They actually zoomed in. Yeah. Um, they transport to the uh, Van Gogh plane. Like, everything is kind of like, looks like Starry yeah. Night almost. Super saturated. Yeah. I kind of liked that effect, though. I thought I don't think I've seen anything like that doing, like, a, like, another world that looks like that. Yeah, that was fine for the different world feel, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that effect. Uh, they find the Sentinel guy playing with some worms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, he's super excited because he hasn't seen seen another living soul in hundreds of years. He gives his whole backstory, which makes the elders seem like even bigger dicks yeah. somehow. They said something like the elders have a knack for having cruel punishments for people or something like that. Why? What was he punished for? Was he a bad person? No, no, this was about something later. So this wasn't to punish him. They, yeah, they were talking about something else because, like, in the, the, I don't know why they made him do that. They're like, "You want your family to live? Do this. Like, why don't you use your white lighters to do it for free? Why you got to make him be your sentinel?" Yeah, what's it's the just point? The elders are dicks. <laughs> they're like, Glad "Yeah, they're we need dead. someone." <laughs> yeah, we need someone with the knowledge of all things to come hang out here and not being able to interact with anyone. Why? What does he do when he's not helping the charmed ones this one time? Mm-hmm. And he's like, if you're here, it's got to be pretty bad. It's like, so he's just like, break glass in case of emergency sentinel or yeah. what? And it sucks because it's like, apparently not the elders are all dead. He's just stuck there for all yeah. eternity. He seems pretty chill with his fate. Like, he's like, all right. Yeah. I guess I'll help you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid elders. I know they don't say this, but he comes off like someone that likes to keep bees for fun. <laughs> Like, someone who thinks beekeeping is a fun hobby. Mm. What a freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! I'm my eyes! 
so he gives them some magic Windex, and they, yeah. without question, drink this. Like, yeah, he goes, you guys want to have some scotch with me? He pours himself some scotch, and then them magic rainbowy stuff, which turns <laughs> blue. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, cool, uh, yeah. and then they die. Oh, I've never seen scotch that looks like this, but I guess. <laughs> That's fine. And he's like, whoa, Blamo, your powers are back. Mm-hmm. But remember, nothing in life or death is without consequence. They go back to the real world, or do they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and they have their powers. So if Harry can transport, why do they think Maggie needs her management position at this point? Mm. Like, they're like, you can just tra- like orb in and out, huh? Yeah, they wouldn't need it, but... They don't want to talk to Maggie, I guess, because that would be inconvenient and reveal what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That would ruin the twist. Mel is talking to the shop girlfriend. This is after they get back. And um, and she's like, I had such a great time. The girlfriend's like, yeah, this is really cool. I won't charge you. This is really great. And then they kiss, blah, 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 blah. And she's covered in worms. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like... Mel yells it for Harry, and he comes in, like, holding a cup. He's like, what's going on? And then she goes, do something. He's like, I can't heal worms. I feel so sorry for, um, I think Rupert Evans is the name of the actor who plays Harry. Mm. I feel so sorry for him for having to say, Mel, I can't heal worms. <laughs> Legit. This, it fucking feels like old charmed and that they were so lazy that they would write things like that to like mm. have the white lighter be the exposition dump and say stupid shit <laughs> when all you have to do is just establish healing. Don't have him heal worms or neon signs or whatever bullshit. Just say like, <laughs> is it an injury? I can heal it. Is this not an injury? This doesn't fall under the healing category, does it? You idiot. <laughs> I can't heal worms. What the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. That's terrible. So silly. This is when they brought up the thing, though, about the elders doing weird punishments or whatever because of them like, oh, yeah, getting our powers back cost her, I don't know, having worms on her all the time. (laughs) I'm sure it's a sign of other things. But Hmm? the thing is, like, they didn't need the Sentinel to tell them this, like... They already have established the um the personal gain rule is a thing, so if they do things for their own gain, yeah. then they can But this is when Harry said that like the elders were fond of like weird punishments or something like that. I forget the exact line, but it's just like so it's just like they added weird stipulations just to be dicks then is all he's saying. Yeah. He t- he teleports in and he sees this and he goes, Oh worm? <laughs> People on Tumblr will get this. Alright. This doesn't end up mattering, though, as they shortly figure out they never really left the astral plane, and it was all a test. Yeah, it was a it was a test to see if they would, uh, I don't know, give up their powers for this or do something yeah, or other. Yeah, let her just have worms on her all the time. Yes, I know. Why couldn't it have been, like, more severe, though? Like, if none of this was real, like, why didn't she, like... Like, almost be dying or something instead of just worms on her. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just because like, that's, that's so weird. It's like, if we leave her like this, she'll die. And that should have been the dilemma. Like, we need the powers now. But if I unfreeze things the way it is right now, she'll die. And then that's when they decide they can't go through with it. And that's when it gets revealed it's fake. 
The thing is, this is a show for wieners, Phelan. <laughs> they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't have meat cutes if they're if you're dead and covered in worms. <laughs> they decide they're going to go up to the roof, jump off, and they die. The end. <laughs> Good episode. <laughs> Just like a couple of wieners. <laughs> um, they end up uh, back with the Sentinel because they were in the astral plane all along. And he's like, oh, you passed the test. Uh, here's this spider-looking thing. It'll help you translate yeah, this. A... Do it yourself. Get out. <laughs> yeah. It's a cipher, apparently, for the book. Like, I don't know how that's supposed to work, though. It's, is it just supposed to magic translate if they look at the words through the glass of the spider jewel thing? Yeah, it's like in the Clue game when you yeah. got the little red thing and it reveals right. the hidden ink. In the... <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's not like they don't have to decode anything with the cipher. It's just they have to hold the thing over it, if, like tech the, specs and stuff. If they um, collect all of the spider cups and they <laughs> get all of the McDonald's stamps off of it in the Monopoly game, eventually they're going to translate the book. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll get their powers back. This is how this works. Okay, all the golden sculptures. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I bet that um, I bet that Sentinel guy, he... um. He does soap cutting videos for fun. Soap cutting. You know, those like ASMR ones when they like cut soap into little pieces and people are like, yeah, that's the stuff. No. You ever heard of that? No. I was thinking that like kind of when you get that rainbowy effect with soap if you film it really close though. Like, and that's kind of what his drinks to them look like. <laughs> so maybe he's just into soap, like all kinds. Like, you know, soap is just really neat, guys. <laughs> I make my own soap and I sell it on Etsy. <laughs> Here's my page. Look, we don't have a lot of time. Can you pl- Look, it's been hundreds of years. Yeah. Just go to my Etsy page, for God's sake. You can give them my promo code for 25% off their first purchase of my soap. This astral projection is brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> Listen to my podcast, please. <laughs> Because you know what my favorite thing about HelloFresh is? <laughs> Cutting out the middleman! I miss my family. When I'm missing my family, I like to use Squarespace to help build my memorial site. You know what my kids really love? BarkBox. <laughs> what? My kids love those chew chewies on BarkBox. Oh. <laughs> I wish we had real sponsors, then maybe we'd make some money off of it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's the end of their story, which uh, ends later on in the episode, but I've uh, con- condensed this into some blocks. So let's go into the other stories, which kind of tie in together more. So I'll kind of blend those two together. So um, earlier in the episode, Macy sees Dark Harry hanging out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then sees like on the map behind her, it glows, and someone's in danger. And she's like, "I can't lose another one. I gotta go." Whoo! Jumps through the portal. <laughs> this doesn't seem weird that this was immediately after Dark Harry is like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah. <laughs> Where you at? Mm-hmm. Giving her like astral booty calls or whatever he's yeah. doing. Um, she appears uh, on a train and finds a kidnapped girl named Abigail. Who wears all black and has an English accent. That seemed familiar to you, Phelan? Yes, it's really weird. <laughs> I'm glad this is back in San Francisco, too, so it's not even like 
set somewhere else to try and throw her off? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that has any significance, but... That's where they used to be, though. Yeah, I guess. I don't think it really particularly matters where it was. I guess. I just but... think if he can appear anywhere, or she, or whatever it is. Ooh! <laughs> Um, so immediately Macy gets kidnapped, and she gets stuck in a magic-proof cage with Abigail, and they're both going to be sacrificed to the demon overlord. And in between all this kidnapping stuff, they literally, they're like, we gotta get, we gotta get out of here, so we're gonna, like, overturn this mattress and get these bed springs out, and we're gonna, like, set up this elaborate trap, da-da-da-da. But wait, will Maggie get that interview? Will it, will she get the management position? Ooh! They cut to that, like, in the middle of all this important stuff. So, like, it just feels like you're like, okay, but I don't, like, I want to know what's going on this in this other plot. I don't care about Maggie getting this management position. This is stupid. Uh, she finds out that the boxing boyfriend is also applying for this position. And she's like, hey, maybe you could not do that. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, well, you want me to just not put in my application? And she's, OMG, would you really do that for me? He's like, no. <laughs> I feel like an original charmed he would. And then they'd yeah. be like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Like, Maggie's just like, I want things the easy way. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, part of the what he tells her, uh, not subtly, is like, hey, you need to grow up sometimes. So you gotta fight for this. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got bills to pay. I'm not gonna throw this away for you. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Um, they also have this conversation that I wonder if this was, like, from some behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't know how old this actor is, so it could very well be that this is true. But she talks about the fact that she's, like, 20, and they make jokes about her being super young. And he says that he's 25, but most people think that he's in his 30s because he had a growth spurt when he was younger. So he, like, never got carded. And I'm like, were people saying this because, like, they thought the age difference was too much and it was creepy? Yeah. But then again, I don't know. What's the age difference between, like, Harry and Macy, for example? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's that much older. But, I like, he was, like, working at the university and they were, like... I guess she was working there, too, right? She wasn't a student. So no. maybe she's a bit older than yeah. the other two. I think she is. I guess. <laughs> but I don't know what the deal is with this guy. It seems kind of weird. It seemed like they were bringing it up because they were trying to acknowledge something. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> but it didn't say how old he was on IMDb. Mm. Because actors don't have to acknowledge their age anymore. Because um, the lady that was in Beverly Hills 90210 as uh, Andrea... She became the president of SAG, and she helped them to implement uh, a rule that said they didn't have to disclose their age to prevent age discrimination. Mm. Because people gave her shit forever for being 30-something and <laughs> playing a high school student. <laughs> she, <laughs> so that's some fun trivia for everyone. Mm. <laughs> Which you fun. wanted to know, Phelan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, in the kidnapping stuff, um, Macy and Abigail uh, have created an electrified door somehow with bed springs or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else they put in there, but it's electrified. Yeah, somehow. Don't whizzine. Don't whizzine the electric things. Uh, so this, like, blasts back the demons, and they break out, and the demons chase them with bad CGI tongues. Yeah. It looks particularly <laughs> bad. Yeah. 
Not great. I was reminded of like um X Men three, no X Men two, Toad mm. guy. Where you know what happens to Toad when struck by lightning? <laughs> Same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> Except that was, like, early 2000s. <laughs> you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? Uh, so Macy's like, I have no choice. Gotta transport us both to the bunker. Yeah, but first, put this blindfold on. Yeah. Oh, she's being safe now. Yeah. Puts it on, obviously, Dark Harry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here, here is our theory. It's either Dark Harry or the Demon Overlord. It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's likely Harry because of the accent and the weird closeness with uh, Macy. I thought for sure they were going to make out at some point. Yeah. There's also, like, when she meets Harry, they have a dumb look with each other. Nice to meet you. And... If she was telling the truth that she was attacked by the Dark Harry, then she was covering and she didn't want to admit that she that he looked like the guy that attacked her Mm -hmm. so that could have been that but i have a feeling that's not the truth Mm -hmm. because it just seems obvious that she's evil yeah (laughs) it would seem so redundant too if they gave her the exact same backstory as macy and she was also injured by dark harry and it, it just seems too similar to actually be anything they were legit doing yeah um it seems really insulting that they're trying to like fool us too like, I thought by the end they were going to reveal who she was, because it just seemed so flimsy. Like, immediately, like, you picked up on it before I did, but, like, really quick into meeting Abigail. It's like, so, yeah, that's, like, Dark Harry, right? Yeah. And he's like, you knew that she wasn't telling the truth, that there's something weird here immediately. Yeah, it just seemed too easy. And right after Dark Harry appeared to her, too, and wants to find out where they are, and, like, transporting him there would get him exactly where he wants to be. Um, The only other option is that he's the demon overlord, or she, or whoever, you know, but either way, like, it's not an ally. (laughs) No. Uh, Maggie comes down to the bunker to complain about her interview. She's like, I ain't gonna get this job, but I don't know what to do. Uh, And it's like... Macy even tells her, like, hey, quiet for a second. I need to tell it. No, wait. And then this happened. And uh, the interview, son. Uh, and she, seriously, shut up for a second. <laughs> At room. You're being so rude. You're not getting any skinny marks tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, she ta- so dumb. <laughs> she tells her to shut up. And she goes, I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Parker wouldn't tell me to shut up. <laughs> no, I would. He's sitting there drinking a beer. Yeah. You let Parker in here? Uh, whatever. <laughs> and you don't smell like white privilege in here. <laughs> Is he eating Tide Pods? Yeah. <laughs> Tide Pod challenge. What the heck is going on, people? Use Tide Pods for washing, not eating. And he's on Instagram? Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) He's gained like 50 pounds. Maggie and I have been like tagging each other in all these pictures in the bunker. Location tagged. (laughs) I never thought I'd say this. I miss Parker. (laughs) He was such a good punching bag. Yeah. Much better than the boxing dude. 
He, yeah, he was more entertaining. Yeah. I mean, Parker <laughs> came off boring at the beginning, too. Maybe Boxing Dude will be funny later, but he's certainly not at this point. Um, Parker certainly became more pathetic. That's what he, made him he entertaining. He became way more me. doofy, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, they doofed him way up versus, like, when he first showed up, he's like, Whoa, I've got a <laughs> mysterious dark boyfriend or something. And then he's like, anyway, I'm a big idiot. Let me play guitar. And, oh, no, you shot a light out of your vagina at me. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. When are they going to acknowledge that in season two? Yeah. Gosh. Um, I kind of, I understand why Macy is fooled by this. Like, not the audience, because the audience isn't that stupid. But... Mm. Uh, Macy just wants someone to help because her sisters are useless. And she's like, okay, so Abigail has powers. She can help me do this. stuff. I can't do this alone. Like, this is too tough. I'm tired of losing people. Yeah. We need someone to help us out with this. Again, it's like if Mel or Maggie tried to help her, maybe one of those other witches they were saving at the beginning would have lived. Mm -hmm. So uh, while Abigail is blindfolded and listening to all this, like, she's like, Hey, you could use this one spell to like um to like help you get this uh this interview and get this uh position. Like if you influence them then uh then you'll get the job. And then Maggie's like, I didn't think of that. Thanks. <laughs> they just completely seem to have forgotten about personal gain. Mm -hmm. And she's the one that had the first lesson in it with the skinny marks. Yeah. So I don't know why she thinks like this is fine. Oh no, was it just their charmed powers? No, it's just any it's powers, just anything, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, it just doesn't... Like, why would you be able to do it consequence-free if it was a potion or something? Yeah, it just I doesn't... don't know. And like, like you were pointing out, the fact that they keep trying to use powers and get their powers back, that means, like, demons will be able to track them. So I would think they would, before they reinstated their powers, would want to find some sort of, like, masking spell as well or something that would, like, keep them safe. Right. And kind of a, a big clue about Abigail, too, is the fact when she arrived in there, she didn't get her powers stripped, so... Yeah, that was... I was like, that should have been an immediate red flag there. It's like, why didn't it strip her powers? If she was really half-witch, half-demon, like she said she was, to Macy, she would have lost her witch powers and just had the demon ones, because that's what happened to Macy. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason why it doesn't really add up what she said. Yeah. But they do establish that she is demonic in some way because she touches the book and she's blasted away. Um, Maggie goes to this interview and on her her resume, she's like bullshitting about all the things she's done. Like she's like, I serve nutritional food to people and then the things that they acquire. It's like, so you're a waitress? Yeah, I was a waitress <sighs> for like six weeks, six months, something like that. Mm-hmm. Six weeks, says it. Yeah. She also puts that she was in an acapella group as part of her <laughs> job experience in college. That's not, it wasn't even a paid gig. Yeah. I know to ha how to harmonize with others. It's not like I put chamber choir on my Arby's <laughs> application. Like, that wouldn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Like That's I know so how stupid. to harmonize with others. <laughs> get it? <laughs> the dumb joke should get me the job right. <laughs> that that was so dumb. <laughs> Unless you're interviewing for like a cheesy waitressing job where you need to sing like "Happy Happy Birthday," <laughs> like this is not gonna apply in any situation. I am your singing telegram. <laughs> 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 I'm your pizza man. I'm yeah. your pizza man. 
Um, she also puts, didn't complete college. <laughs> Unless you have a degree, why are you even fucking putting that on there? Yeah. <laughs> I have all the worst traits. <laughs> and you also put one day here? Did we even, <laughs> we know you work here. <laughs> I don't finish <laughs> anything I start. <laughs> uh, you also put charmed one? What is that about? Uh-oh, spaghetti goes. <laughs> What's this about trying to get in a sorority a lot? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this on here? It says you murdered your professor and the pilot into little ice chunklets. <laughs> he was Eva. He was sexist. It's fine. She uh she does a little potion spell. Um, magic roofies him and uh, gets the job. Roofies or X? Roofies. Uh, Macy is talking to Abigail. She takes off the blindfolds, and uh, that's when they find out that she is demonic. Uh, and she tells her her whole backstory, and they also find a tracker on her, which is like stuck in her shoulder, and it's like glowing through her skin. Why would, if this was legit, a tracker from the demons? Why would they have it glow like that and give away what it was? Don't, so dumb. And why wouldn't they notice that before now either? Like yeah, I like would notice glowing, a big fucking glowing. Right, yeah, by her like collarbone, like you. And she's, is that a tracker? Really fucking bad tracker, if that's mm -hmm. what it is. Isn't the point of a tracker so they don't know it's there? Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. So this demon in a black jacket, he might have been at the club in the last episode. I think he was the head of some of the, blo one bloodline or other. Um, he comes to the, the junkie mall to find Abigail, because he's carrying a picture of her. And uh, Maggie, after one day, is now the manager? Yeah insane i mean she cheated to get it so yeah but you would think it would like take some time like but it's just like oh, all right there you are it's amazing she's wearing she the got... same outfit that she was wearing at the beginning of the episode like we have not seen her more than a day in her previous position and mm -hmm. then she's in this position yeah, now. We, we didn't even see a full episode of her in that position it's just <laughs> It feels like her consequences are less bad than the ones for Mel with the worm girlfriend. Yeah. Just, just, um, stupid boxer boy loses his, uh, his gym because he couldn't pay rent that day and is closing up. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> oh yeah, I actually needed that money way more than you knew. I'm closing my boxing gym. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> was this place this crappy? Like, why was this place ready to go under if it all, it, and it all hinged on him getting a manager job? Like, this place is clearly not worth keeping open. I paid too many people's medical bills because they borrowed a, a med kit from me. <laughs> borrowed all my band-aids. I've gone bankrupt. I, I spent $30,000 on band-aids. <laughs> I'm just drowning in debt. Though it does look like a really crappy gym. Like, what have we seen in there? A punching bag and then some open space? Yeah, it's a really, it's a really dinky gym. Yeah. In a community center mall that no one seems to be able to get into, yeah. that you go in through an alley. <laughs> I just, I don't even get the point of this. <laughs> uh, there was no point. That's why it's closing down. Yeah. See, this seems like a normal consequence and not a magic consequence to him just losing his. Was that I supposed mean, to be the consequence? I think it was supposed to be because she used personal gain there, that that was what came back to get her. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's something else. I just think he's um, an idiot. <laughs> maybe. It could be. So uh, Maggie sees the guy, uh, the demon, coming inside, and Macy shows up, and she's like, this is the Overlord. Why does she think this? I don't know. 
I, I think Abigail told, told her that, actually, because she backs that up later. Oh, okay. So that must have been what happened, because otherwise it's, like, apropos of nothing. She thinks that this yeah, is the... Yeah, it's a little weird, because I don't know if we heard her tell her that. Guy was the overlord until after. Maybe that was supposed to be a big reveal, but if it was, they didn't do it very well. Mm. Like, to be like, that's the overlord, da-da-da, and then misdirect us or something. Yeah, they should no have one had that big that. moment. Yeah, like, it wouldn't be believable, but they should have at least played with it like it might have been real. Because, yeah. yeah, the way it happens, you see this doofus in the mall and she goes that's the overlord over there why would that be the first time they met the overlord in the junky mall just some lame-o in a leather jacket walking around this girl it's me the demon overlord i need a date can i date her (laughs) the demon overlord is parker (laughs) he's back and better than ever so they're like, let's lure him into the bunker to vanquish him. Yeah, I guess because they want to get him like away from everyone else. But it seems really stupid if you think it's the demon overlord to take him to your protective bunker that you're not supposed to reveal to anyone. It does strip him of his power, so there's some sense to but that. But why would it take his demonic powers but not Macy's or Abigail's? No, they can't use their demonic powers in there either. Oh, when they're inside, they can't use their powers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Well, she can use her flames and stuff, can't she? I thought she was like, she like Macy had flame hands inside the bunker. If she did, that's a continuity gaff, I guess. Oh. Because she's not that's... supposed to, based on what they said, at how least in this vanquish, episode. How could they vanquish him if they don't have powers, though? It's just potion-based? Yeah, well, Abigail still had her witch powers, which is also another strange thing. Since Why would she have witch? This doesn't make sense to me. No, she still has her witch powers. They used some spell and stabbed him. All right. Um. So they lure him into the bunker, and then that's when uh, Dark Harry slash Abigail kills the demon overlord. And they think, <laughs> wow, that was easy. I yeah. guess he's dead. <laughs> Macy, what now? I have a plan. Um. Cut to shop girlfriend. She finds some worms in a drawer. So maybe it's not as fake as they thought it was. Yeah, and it's just, that was weird, like, I mean, I guess it's going to play into something, but just in this episode, it's like, she didn't know about the worm thing, because it didn't really happen to her, so it's like, she sees the worms, it's just like, well, why? Well, I think it's just something bleeding over, like, they're telling us there is going to be consequences to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Stupid astro man and his soap not telling them everything it's like yeah there wasn't re- that didn't really happen here's your cypher key right, but there is consequences to this too you know what washes away worm dirt my soap in my etsy shop so maybe the elders picked him because he's they were kind of like-minded yes he is kind of a dick too like why wouldn't he say that like there's also consequences to the cypher key too if you take that i think it's just um yeah, I guess he was just hinting in general that there are consequences to what they're doing. Yeah, but he told them there's consequences to them getting their powers back. And he just no, he just said, he just said nothing in life or death is without consequence. He mm-hmm. didn't say their power specifically. Okay, so you, sh- but, you I mean, just it's should about not as, accept anything from him. It's about as useful as saying, "I believe there's a storm coming." It's yeah. just generic talk that you hear in every one of these shows. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't take too much stock in it, other than there's probably going to be some sort of blowback from this. Right. It's uh, dumb. It's like to get your cipher key, there'll be consequences. <laughs> like, whatever. Look, we're not gonna bother to save the world. Screw you, elders. <laughs> we we were really cool. That's why you're dead, idiots. 
Uh, we also get to see Boxer Boy closing up mm-hmm. and Maggie feeling guilty about it. Boy, do I not care. Do you think I care about anyone's expectations? Macy and Abigail are together. Macy asks why the demon was like, hey, it's you, isn't it? Hey, what did that mean? <laughs> she goes, oh, he probably would have said anything to get us to not kill him. Like, yeah, that, that seems like a good plan to say, it's you, isn't it? That would stop him. <laughs> I guess if he was wanting to turn them against each other, but it is a really flimsy excuse. Yeah. And like, why didn't Macy ask about this before? Why did she wait until they were alone to do this? Oh, why did the computer wait until this moment to go, intruder detected? Is that what it did? Yeah. After she asked her that? Yeah, right right before she goes to stab her. Oh. The computer flashes like, intruder detected? Like, she's been there for how long? Hours? Like, half a day? (laughs) What does that mean? All right. Uh, so, uh, And Abigail... why didn't it say intruder detected when the demon dumbass <laughs> showed up, too? Yeah, this doesn't really drop in the ball. <laughs> it's actually just, um, it's like the Flintstones. A very tiny, magical creature is just hanging out there. Yeah. <laughs> intruder detected, and it was really, like, sleeping yeah. on the job there. And then, oh, intruder detected! <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all living! Wow. It's like a fairy that they keep in there. It's, yeah. You know how great the Charmed Ones are with magical fairy tale creatures. <laughs> so Abigail attacks her with a knife, but then she's like, wait, sorry about that. Hey, I got a scar from the poison, too. It's the same poison from that dark Harry. It came after me, too, so maybe we should team up. And Macy's a big dum-dum and is like, this seems legit cool. Yeah. Uh, so how long do you think it'll be till they reveal she's either the demon overlord or Harry? Uh, they kept it within this not revealed in this episode so probably the next one or at the very least the one after that i hope they don't keep that up for long because it's really really obvious Mm -hmm. i don't know whatever phelan what'd you think of this episode mixed i suppose i i didn't think some of what harry and mel was doing was that bad it's kind of like i don't know a couple times they teamed them up it's actually worked okay well, but, I mean, Maggie was annoying again. <laughs> Useless. It didn't uh, feel like a good episode to be doing that in. It felt like everything was very disjointed again. Yeah, it really did. And just It felt like, yeah, there's stakes going on in other things, and Maggie's off in Maggie land being an idiot. <laughs> OMG, skinny mugs at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get why in the universe this is supposed to be important to them, but it's it's the, the context they play it in, it just it just feels so frivolous. Mm-hmm. And the way she acts about it, too, and she doesn't act like she cares about any of the super high consequence things going on with her sister. She's la-di-da-di-da. You guys, you realize how hard it is doing all these applications? <laughs> it's just like, ah! <laughs> yeah, they really needed to, like, um, find a better balance of stuff. Um, this week and last week, everyone was very separate. Yeah. And this is what they were doing in Supernatural a lot, um, near the end. They just wanted to stick to the status quo of separating people for so long for reasons I couldn't fathom because yeah. it was so uninteresting. I remember it like that season where like uh, Castiel's being promoted to like a main character this season, so you can just see him more. And then yeah, you separated almost every episode. There's yeah. never like a lot of episodes where the three of them went to do something. Yeah, it just it 
It just feels like you got like one or two useful people and then dead weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get the opening episode didn't feel as much about it because they had to establish everything. But like right now, it's just very um, disconnected from the other stories, I feel like. Yeah. But I agree. The Harry and Mel stuff was more interesting. Um, the world with the Sentinel was visually interesting, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of this. The stuff with the mall and the bunker is not very interesting to look at. The mall is really, like, ugly looking. The bunker is really ugly looking. So whenever they can get out of that, it's great. Because I don't like the look of it. And I don't like that this is our go-to sets now. Yeah. Because, like, the house at least had different rooms and colors. And, like, it just feels like safe space is very, like, clean and white. And some, like, wood paneling and stuff maybe. And, like... I just associate with their boring flirting too. Like that's half the scenes in there. Yeah, it just it's just not very interesting. And the bunker's just a bunch of like brick and stuff, and I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I wish Macy's story was a little more interesting. Like it just is too obvious. Abigail is not what she's saying she is. They should have had them meet in a different way and don't give her a similar of a backstory because they just make her really suspicious right away. Yeah, that's And they're not so misdirecting silly. us in the way they think they're misdirecting us. Mm-hmm. All right, Phelan. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's wrap things up. If, uh, if you liked this episode, uh, I'd appreciate it if you could like, subscribe, or review, depending on if this is audio or video. Uh, if you're listening to us uh, via audio, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash movie nights the series, or Phelan stuff at youtube.com slash Phelis. Uh, you can find this uh, podcast in audio form if you're listening on YouTube. Uh, we are on anchor.fm uh, under Charmed Hard with a Vengeance or Charmed Rewind. Uh, if you would like to support the show or support our videos in any way, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash movie nights or patreon.com slash I want to thank Peter Hunter for uh, doing the editing for us. And uh, Phelan, what kind of hashtag should we use this week? Hmm. Hashtag job applications. <laughs> hashtag Etsy page. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Otherworld Soap. <laughs> Hashtag Parker Overlord. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you Charmanders next time. 